Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's a meet Friday. It's the final hour. Dan and the Dan, it's Dan Patrick Show. We're lucky today. The great barbecue chef, Chad from Traeger, is here. Spatchcock chicken, baby back ribs, mac and cheese, coleslaw, and a lot of love. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody does. Nobody. Uh, if you want to treat your puppy, you can. Penny's Bang Biscuits and the Bang Jerky, the perfect treat if your puppy happens to uh, play nice. Mine doesn't, so uh, Winnie doesn't get many of uh, Penny's Bang Biscuits, but she means well. 20% of all Bang Biscuit sales given back to handpicked partners in the pet industry, and uh, we love the, the product here, and the reaction's been wonderful. Sign up for the newsletter. Trust me, sign up for the newsletter. You get first shot at the calendars that are going to be coming out. You're going to be able to order those. And we have some big news coming next week. Uh, You'll find out what's happening first if you uh, are on the newsletter. Doesn't cost you anything. Comes out every day, Monday through Friday at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Go to uh, danpatrick.com and sign up. And the newsletter, they do a wonderful job recapping the show. Also giving you a heads up on certain things that are going to be happening. Also, uh, T-shirt sales, uh, danpatrick.com. NBC and Peacock, Premier League, center stage coming up on Saturday. Chelsea takes on Manchester United at 1230 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Is uh, Cristiano Ronaldo kicked off Manchester United? Yeah, he's not having a. They really haven't used him much this year, and they brought in and they Manchester United has had a couple of really terrible seasons, yeah. and they brought him in, and then a new manager, Eric Ten Hag. Uh, they're not on the same page. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not not good for CR seven. This is how it's going to end for CR seven. Well, Inter Miami's always. Uh, oh, oh yeah, MLS, MLS, MLS. Oh. MLS. Yeah, well, Hello. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Paulie. 
Yeah, he left the pitch early. Yes. A minute and a half early. Yeah. That's a no-go. Yeah. And that's the tw- second time he's done that this mm, year. Mm. Not good. Uh, if you want to see two quarterbacks coming off concussions go head-to-head oh, on Sunday night, dun, 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 dun. you get to watch Kenny Pickett of the Steelers against Tuatonga Vailoa and the Dolphins Sunday night, NBC. Both are coming off concussions. You might argue oh. one's coming off two concussions, but uh, Kenny Pickett has been cleared, and uh, their tight end, Pat Fryermuth, is also he's good. Uh, he's uh, been cleared to play as well. Sunday night in Miami. Get some phone calls here coming up. Baseball, it was the Astros over the Yankees 3-2. They're up 2-0 in the series, and they're doing this without Jose Altuve. Altuve's now 0-for-23 in the postseason. The most consecutive at-bats without a hit to begin a postseason in baseball history. Baseball history. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Arizona Cardinals are uh, back-ish as they beat the Saints. Uh, Andy Dalton threw for a lot of yards and a few touchdowns and two pick sixes. That's not one of those games where you go, okay, you guys are back. You're supposed to win that game at home. And you beat them by eight, thanks to a couple of pick sixes there. And the offense wasn't exactly shining there. And then you had a moment where you had quarterback and coach yelling at each other. I thought it was embarrassing that – Cliff Kingsbury allows that to happen. That's where you see a parent and and the child is talking back to the parent. You're going, what the heck is going on? They want to be your friend. You got to be a coach because everybody else is watching. You got to discipline. You got to say, no, we're not. That's not the way you address me. You know, calm the bleep down is what Kyler reportedly said to uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Um. By the way, the Niners have picked up Christian McCaffrey, and the Niners are two-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Chiefs this weekend. The Super Bowl odds, they have the fifth-best Super Bowl odds at 16-1, to and this should be fun. you got a lot of toys there to play with. That's Kyle Shanahan. We always talk about offensive innovator. You got it now. Put Debo and Christian McCaffrey, put them in the backfield, Choose your poison there. And McCaffrey has played pretty well for a bad Carolina team so far. You know, he, he could still run. He's averaging, I think, four four point six yards uh per carry. He's got what, forty catches? I, I feel bad for Baker Mayfield, because if you wanted to try to put up good numbers where you go, yeah, now give me that contract extension. And I wonder at what point, and I do think that Matt Corral was a great draft pick for them. For him to be able to play, but he got hurt and he's out for the year. But I, I, I thought, you know, maybe you got something there. But I, I don't know who, who's taking the job and who's going to be their quarterback. They're going to be in line for, you know, one of these top quarterbacks. But Baker Mayfield, going to be tough to have some ammo here where you go, I want to get paid now. Because he might just be a backup quarterback. All right, uh, so we had that. We had McCaffrey. Um Niners gave up four draft picks, three this year, uh, second, third, fourth, and a fifth next year. Carolina had wanted, reportedly, two number one picks for Christian McCaffrey. And McCaffrey, uh, Kyle Shanahan, thought about drafting him when the Niners eventually took uh, 
uh, Solomon Thomas out of uh, Stanford. So imagine that. Hey, Stanford guy's going to go, What I think he went number three, and, uh, and it's not Christian McCaffrey, but now he has him. Uh, poll question for the final hour there, Seton O'Connor. Well, Dan, we had up in the first hour, uh, excuse me, the second hour, yeah. we put up who uh, it should Tua play this weekend. Yeah. And right now, maybe that never made it up. All right. <laughs> if I wanted incompetence, I would have kept McLovin. Yeah, sorry about that. Hey, how about for this hour, though? McLovin we'll a, just uh, would have made up numbers there. You know that. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not skilled enough to do that yet. Yeah. 55% say Tua should play. Yeah, yeah that's, there you go. McLovin that's, would always do that, and I'd go, are you sure about that? Done. He goes, oh, no, I, I just made those up. I have uh, one here that I've been okay, kicking around a little all bit. all right. Okay. How many great teams are there currently in the NFL? In the NFL? How many great teams currently? Two. Zero? Two. Two or less, four or less, six or less. I'm going to go. I, I'm going to give the Eagles credit. For as, being a great team. For being a great team. Mm. I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb that that's going to be a great team. Consistent the entire season. Then I got Buffalo and then I got Kansas City. Feels like that's about it. And, and it, you know, it would go Buffalo, Kansas City, and then Philadelphia. I don't know if there's another great team or even potentially a great team. Yeah, Paul. This is going to come off very wrong. Can you make the case that the Kansas City Chiefs are occasionally great? They seem to give up the lead a lot and put mm-hmm. themselves in jams. They, they're they're four and two, and they've outscored their opponents by thirty points. Okay, but who can be great? Can be great. Yes. Yeah. It feels like the it feels like sometimes the Chiefs are playing with fire, and and they might. You know, our Chiefs apologist Nick Wright will join us in a little bit here, but. I think the Chiefs can be great. They can be. They can have more opportunities to to provide a great performance. This is a great second half team, dangerous team. Philadelphia can be great. Can Green Bay be great? Can Tampa Bay be great? Can the Rams be great? Can the Niners be great? Dallas be great? I'm not sure, but it does feel like Buffalo is great. Kansas City can be great. And Philadelphia can be great as well. Yes, Tom. I know you can't get caught up in records, but is there anything that can be done in the coming weeks with the Vikings and/or Giants if they continue to win? And if they're already five and one, what if they're eight and one, nine and two? When do you call one of those teams a great team? Uh, you can call them now if you want. I wouldn't. You just keep winning, but it's going to come down to what you do in the playoffs. The the other stuff is just sort of hey, ah, you had a nice regular season. Okay, how'd you do in the postseason? Oh, we were one and done. Did you have a great season? Probably not. If you said to Arizona, hey, how about that season last year? Yeah, yeah, not very good. Philadelphia, hey, how about that season? Yeah, not very good. Yeah, Paul. The Vikings have Arizona and Washington in the next two weeks. Let's say they win those. They are at Buffalo Sunday, November 13th, and it's not a primetime game. Ooh. It's 1 o'clock. Oh. That's, that's Cousins time. Yeah. Cousins loves a nice yeah. 1 o'clock <laughs> Yeah. Game. Sensible time period. Yes. You get to bed at a good hour. Yeah. If somehow Kirk Cousins takes down Josh Allen, you'll have to talk about them. Yes, Mark. We should ask our buddy Nick Wright, is there some pressure on Kansas City? Because, look, when they won that Super Bowl, it was going to be a dynasty. This is the next Brady right here. They've hosted four straight AFC title games, and they've got one Super Bowl so far to show for it. I know. I always give Nick grief when I say, oh, the dynasty of one. You had one Super Bowl. They're still, that's still a dangerous team, man. 
Uh, Robert in Rochester joins us. Hey, Robert, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, love the show. Thank you. Uh, I just, I just want to say that I think that you guys aren't being fair to the Dolphins for how they're handling Tua. Okay. I'd like to make three points if I could. Sure. Uh, first of all, did you know after the Bills game, even though Tua wasn't in protocol, that the Dolphins had their neurosurgeon evaluate him every day leading up to the Cincinnati game, and he had no concussion symptoms, period? I, 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 I realized that. He was cleared. Why did they fire the neurologist, Robert? Well, first of all, that is the NFL Players Union that fired him and not the NFL. But could I just make two other points? Sure. And yes. I, yeah. I appreciate your opinion. Yes. yes. But the other point is, is, did you know that after the Cincinnati game that the Dolphins sent two of the four different trauma, head trauma surgeons, not only to be evaluated for residual problems from the concussion, but also to be evaluated for future risk of health moving forward. And he was given a clean bill of health by all four physicians. I, I didn't know he went to C4, but they should be doing that. But they don't do that for everybody. But okay, point made. And then the, finally, I just want to say this, that I agree with what Boomer, Boomer Esiason said. And he said that if you think the Dolphins knew to have a concussion in the Bills game and put him back in the game, he thinks that you would be, you're crazy to think that, especially if you're a neurosurgeon who could be, lose your medical license for malpractice. And that'd be easy to investigate and determine that. I mean, why would you even do that? Yeah, Paul. I, I just like to ask this guy. Those are very good points. Would you bet your life savings that Tua did not have a concussion in the Bills game? Oh, we just let him go. No, not close. But, uh, you know, what could have happened in that game clearly is Tua could have walked over and said, it's my back, which was his back and his head. If you look at him, and everybody went with it. Nobody wants him out of the game. Yes. I don't know anything about this either, necessarily, but it seems very surprising to me that four doctors could evaluate Tua and say, don't worry, there won't be any long-term effects to these, this concussion. Mm. I, I don't know that I've ever heard of something like that, considering what concussions do to your brain. I don't know if you could say that. I agree with you. I don't know if a doctor could go, hey, you know what? We don't think there'll be any long-term. Clean bill of health, yeah. you're good. Just yeah. go ahead and run out there. Yeah, Or vice versa. You know, hey, you know what? You're going to have problems the rest of your life. Or you're going to be more susceptible. Yes. He and like, I'm not, like, trying to be alarmist or anything like that. But I just feel like this game is setting up for a colossal disaster. Yeah. On, on a huge stage. It's the yep. Sunday night game. There's going to be 40 million people watching. Yep. It just feels like you can see this coming down the road a mile away. And it goes back to, so somebody had to pay the price because somebody didn't have a concussion, but they looked like they were severely impaired. You fire the neurologist. Is that what happened? What, what did he not do? Did he not follow protocol? They haven't even mentioned his name because I was told they don't want to embarrass him any further than what's already happened here. If you don't have a concussion, you fire the neurologist. Okay. Nobody has answered the damn question of if you have a back that makes you react the way Tua did, is there a spine injury here? Is this something that is going to be there? Like nobody's followed up when they go, oh, why would that happen? You stumble, you stumble again, you uh, grab your helmet, you shake your helmet. Okay, so it's not your head, then you got nerve damage? Like this is, it's just, hey, just make sure that we get through this and he didn't have a concussion. Okay, no concussion. He had something that certainly impaired him.
I'd rather have a concussion than a spine injury. But we make it seem like, ah, did you see his back seize up and he grabbed his head and he, you know, he nearly fell down, but he didn't have a concussion. Okay, all right. We just move on. Okay, we move on. And this might not be something that matters the rest of his life. It might be something in 20 years from now. Yeah, I work with Rodney Harrison, one of the toughest hitters, and he has dark moments. He has moments where he's very quiet. He likes the lights to be down low when we would watch games leading into, you know, Sunday night football. But it's not like, you know, he talks about it a lot. He talked about it the last time he was on here. Concussions and how they affect you, it feels like it's still an inexact science here. Luke Keekley doesn't play anymore. Concussion. Steve Young talks about it. Troy Aikman talks about it. Yes, he... The idea that I think most people believe two ahead, two concussions in four days. Was it four days? If, um, yeah. yeah five Sunday, days? Thursday, five days, yeah. Something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Two in five days. I know. And now he might be heading back out there. No, um, I know. A couple weeks later. I know, but if he didn't have a concussion... I'd still be certainly concerned, alarmed that he had something that made him react that way, act that way. Yeah, Paul. The toughest thing about all this is we're a bunch of civilians talking about people who think differently than us. Tua does not care short-term about his health. And the weirdest thing, these, these players are conditioned to lie. Every player we've had on said, I would lie in the moment. And I still like, we've had Rodney Harrison on, and you said, would you do anything differently? He said, no. Yeah, but, but the coaching staff and the doctors know better. Coaching staff will never protect players over protecting their jobs and winning. Never. Not in the moment of a, a big game. Mm. You can never expect it. A football guy will not protect a player's health in the middle of a game. Yeah. And the doctors, well, I hope they they're, they're supposed to, but I don't know if they get caught up in it as well. I think the old NFL doctors were like, uh, yep, get out there. Hey, let me shoot you up. Get out there. Matt Ryan the other day, if you, I sent a picture around to you guys. He got hit, got hit pretty hard in the head neck area, and he said his neck was hurting. He grabs his back of his head and neck on national TV, and I'm like, oh, that, he was, he's coming out in two seconds. Yeah. No one pulled him. Mm. Well, Tua will be on display with Kenny Pickett on Sunday night on uh, NBC. Hopefully, hopefully this isn't a big deal. It's just I've been around the NFL for 40 years. And I didn't know certain things. And then when you do know certain things, then you want to call attention to them. So am I overreacting? Absolutely. But if I'm guilty of that, guilty as charged. Because I've underreacted before in sports. I don't want to underreact when it comes to a situation like this. I underreacted to PEDs right in front of me. People I hung out with using PEDs. This is a serious Serious issue. And it should be taken that way. All you got to do is listen to Steve Young or Troy Aikman talk about this. I asked Merrill Hodge, the former running back with the Steelers, who told me he could drive around the block and get lost. Didn't know how to get home. He was only a, around the block. It's real. Guys have committed suicide. You know, Junior Seau, Dave Durison. And you can't go, oh, come on. He's been cleared. Okay, I'm, uh, he's been cleared. I hope he's fine. I'm going to take a more cautious approach with this. We'll take a break. Back after this.
GetRefunds.com. Payroll tax refund only available for a limited amount of time. GetRefunds.com. So what am I talking about? If you own a business, five or more employees managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Not alone, refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. Go to GetRefunds.com. They have a team of tax attorneys they put together, highly trained in a little-known payroll tax refund program. They've already returned over $1 billion to businesses, and they can help you as well. This is what you need to do. Find out if your business qualifies. And even if you uh, took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales, GetRefunds.com, you'll see Qualify Me. Click on that and answer a few questions, and you're going to find out if you're eligible for this. This payroll tax refund only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. They do all the work. No charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Sunday night, Steelers, Dolphins. Two has been cleared, so is Kenny Pickett. You can watch on Peacock and also on NBC. That's uh, Sunday Night Football, Football Night in America. He's Nick Wright, First Things First, co-host, Fox Sports 1. Great to see you, Nick. How's life? Oh, it would have been better uh, if I'd have seen you, what was it, Tuesday, Wednesday night. Yeah. Does, does America know that you got the single most prestigious award in radio and you couldn't be deigned to show up? Do they know? Well, I wanted to spend time with my wife. Okay, so here's the thing. So Dan got a Marconi. I was at the awards, not because I was nominated. I, of course, when I was a radio professional, was snubbed 15 years in a row, (laughs) but because my dear friend Danny Parkins was nominated for the second most prestigious award in radio, and he lost to some dope from Boston. I couldn't believe it, but that doesn't matter. I'm sure Greg Hill does a mediocre job. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) Danny Parkins should have won. Does a great job in Chicago. But I text Dan. I was like, Dan, you're nominated for broadcaster of the year. Excited to see you. And he's like, I'm vacationing in somewhere. I don't know, Santa Fe or something. So I'm like, okay. And then Dan sent me an odd text. He was like, you can give my speech if I win. But then I was working the room and I saw DL Hughley there. And I'm like, DL and I, of course, go way back. So I was talking to him. I'm like, DL's nominated for the same category. Dan's not going to win. So I wasn't really prepared. Then they call your name. I'm like, oh, I got to go give this speech. And Dan, hand to God, I rushed the stage. And right before I got there, some dopey radio exec was like, I'm here to accept on Dan Patrick's behalf. And I'm like, that's not what Dan would want. He'd want me to go up there. Okay, here you go. You can do your speech. And the winner for the most prestigious award in radio is Dan Patrick. Now to accept uh, Nick Wright from Nick Wright Fox Sports. Who from Fox Sports and the What's Right with Nick Wright podcast, which you can find on YouTube and everywhere else. Right, listen, Dan would love to be here. Um, however, he was unable to make it due to a previous family obligation. He wanted me to convey to you guys mm-hmm. that he's honored and touched by this. Mm-hmm. And he's a little miffed that his radio bosses didn't even tell him about the event. Or else maybe he'd have shown up to it. 
However, with that said, I'm going to use my remaining 30 seconds uh, to say what has really propelled Dan into his golden years of broadcasting is his eye for young talent, such as myself. And that brings me to the end of the speech, and most notably, Dan, to a wrinkle to this story that you did not know. Because I have little birdies everywhere. And someone sent me yesterday your Marconi submission. And you might not even know this. But here is, it's 90 seconds long. Here is what you submitted. Russell Wilson breaking news on your show. Scottie Pippen breaking news on your show. And then the, or there was one non-interview submission. Part of it. Do you know what it was? It was you calling me dick wrong. That won you the Marconi. And the, the kicker of your submission is you saying you can find him on Twitter, get Nick right. Polly, can no, we it's sign true. up for get no, Nick no, wrong? No. That won you the award. That That is true. That was on my tape. That's, yeah, that, that, I know. That you helped me win a Marconi. Yeah, so I know you just sent me a watch a few months back. I expect another package, and I expect that package to be the Marconi. Okay. I feel like I want it as much as you did. All right. Dick wrong. You can't go wrong with dick wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Going for back-to-back. You want to talk sports? Sorry, I hijacked your show. No. Sometimes you look like Alan Rickman. Oh, Alan Rickman. George Carl, that son of a gun, yesterday on Twitter – said I look like Tom Green, and yes. then called me Kylo Ren, who evidently Adrian <laughs> Brody plays him. Now, don't you see a little bit of Alan Rickman from Die Hard? Is that the villain from Die Hard? Yes. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yes. How about yeah. shoot the glass? <laughs> shoot no, the, I'm not doing shoot that. The, okay. I'm not just a puppet here for your entertainment. I'm not <laughs> yes, you do are. You impersonations are. You are a puppet you. for me. If you want to get uh, into the Marconi... so you want to know the worst you looks like that i get there's a french guy who used to be a big time soccer player i don't think he plays anymore his name is frank ribery your listeners can google him maybe you guys paulie paulie knows oh yeah 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 so i get that but here's what's so devastating about that comp frank ribery has god bless him i'm not judging him a massive facial scar it's like the defining thing about him. And people are like, you look just like that guy. I'm like, I've got I might not be that handsome, but I don't I wasn't in a car accident. Like what so what, You're the what you're the mean? before. That's the after. See. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um are you okay with this Tua Tonga Vailoa situation? Him playing, been cleared. So here's what I find odd. It everyone to me feigned outrage and by that i don't mean people weren't really upset about what we saw the second concussion that was horrible the way it looked all of it but kenny pickett is also cleared to play in this game kenny pickett is just went through in the previous game the exact thing tua went through in the game against was it the saints the one not the scary scary concussion but the game and we were all like, oh, my God, I can't believe they let him play the next week. And nobody cares if Kenny Pickett's playing. There was my apologies for not knowing the name. There was a player this weekend that on the first drive of a game, it looked like he might have got a concussion. He got checked out, cleared. 
played 80 plays the rest of the game, and then Monday morning showed up on the injury report in concussion protocol. So they missed it, even though they said we're not going to miss it. So it, what it does seem like the the long tail of the Tua thing is we're going to have a lot of bad roughing the passer calls and not necessarily a better concussion protocol. So I don't I don't love that. I but to answer your question directly, am I okay with Tua Tagovailoa if the doctors have cleared him making an adult decision and saying I want to do this? Like do I believe he should have that right? I do, but I think a lot of the commentary surrounding it has been a little disingenuous. Okay. I saw where Travis Kelsey restructured his contract. Mm-hmm. And I guess at first glance, I mean, this happens all the time, but I immediately thought with the trade deadline, maybe with OBJ out there, or I thought maybe, you know, Christian McCaffrey, like any of these teams, if you can make a move to get somebody and you keep him away from somebody else, is there anything to Travis Kelsey restructuring his deal? Or Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's the the Chiefs said it was because we could bring up a practice squad player. That, with respect to the Chiefs, that's obvious nonsense. They already had three million in space. They cleared up three and a half more million. But I would here's a underrated storyline of the year. Okay, not like a major storyline, but an underrated fact. The number one scoring team in the league is the Kansas City Chiefs. The offense is not the issue. Now, would I like a better right tackle? Sure. But offensive linemen don't get available at the trade deadline. Nobody, even bad teams, are like, yeah. we got to keep those. Yeah. Would I like them to acquire another pass rusher? I would. Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn, yeah. Who the Bear, Robert, I don't think Brian Burns is going to necessarily be available. If he is, I think he's too expensive. But a few years ago, the Chiefs added Terrell Suggs, and he was awesome in the playoffs, helped him win a Super Bowl. Last year, they added Melvin Ingram. He was excellent for the team, and now he's playing really well in Miami. So I do think there's something there, but I wouldn't have. I, To me, what the Panthers, I'm sorry, what the Niners just did with McCaffrey, it's if I tell told you, Dan, I just bought a Bentley. And be like, well, that's exciting. I'm like, yeah, it's used. The previous owner said it broke down a lot, and I paid double the sticker. But I do have this Bentley now. Like, it's exciting, but I think the Niners paid a hefty price for it. I wouldn't have wanted the Chiefs to make that move. A second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth, and you pay a running back $12 million a year seems steep. I get why the Niners did it, but if the Chiefs are going to do something, they need to upgrade the defense. They need to get another pass rusher. Uh, can't let you go without talking about the Lakers situation. Granted, it's oh, yeah. only two games, but Russ goes 0 for 11, and he Not said good. he played he said it. he played solid. Yeah. He played solid. Yeah. yeah 0 for 11. Is I, he trying it, to get traded? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out no, what, what, what the listen, end game is with him. So here's the thing. If people didn't, and I don't blame him if they didn't. It was yesterday he was busy sports saying that game was on late. If you, late, Russ was working his ass off. I will give Russ credit. There were three straight possessions where he was one-on-one against Kawhi and stole the ball twice and once, I think, drew a foul. He was working hard. So I don't think he's tanking at all. Like, get me out of here. He's just broken as an offensive player. But here's the biggest frustration with the Lakers. And this is why Rob Palenka, I understand that Kurt and Linda Rambis and Phil Jackson and one of the bus kids thought it was a good idea to give Palenka an extension. But we have seen proof of concept for two decades in this league. That if you put shooting around LeBron James, you're going to win 50-some games and be a contender. 
and it's now two straight years the Lakers have built a roster as if threes aren't worth more than twos. And trading Russ won't fix that. It might help it some, depending on who you trade him for. And I do understand the idea of, because of Big Vic, because of the French kid, I think more teams are going to turn the ship in the tank direction earlier than usual. So maybe you can get a better deal than the Pacers deal. But I don't understand how you build a team out and not emphasize shooting when you have LeBron. And I don't understand why Anthony Davis refuses to play like the guy he used to play like an above the rim inside force. And instead, he's a worse jump shooter than Russ. Yeah. He's been the worst jump shooter in basketball for two years. Keeps taking him. The, the only way Russ, I think, can stay on the floor and stay in the good graces is on the defensive side where he will show that he is willing to play defense because he didn't play defense for Frank Vogel. And if, if he does that, I, he's also got to understand this, Nick, have court awareness of the reason why they're giving me open jumpers is because I'm not any good. Right, but here's the thing. The starting backcourt was 1 for 16. The backup point guard was 0 for 9. They, 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 Patrick Beverly... Every time they do a broadcast, it's so frustrating. And I'm sorry. I know he's friend of the show. You know what I mean? Fringe, fringe, fringe Hall of Famer Reggie Miller. However, I got to tell you, <laughs> that, um, Reggie is waxing poetic about the impact Patrick Beverly has. And then the graphics team kind of did Reggie dirty because they put Beverly's stat line up. And it's like one for five, zero assists, two turnovers. It's like, oh, man, I hope he's really better be Joel Osteen out there with the motivation because he's not exactly <laughs> helping uh, on the offensive end of the court. Are you in on the Clippers? Well, on, listen, if they are healthy, they're the best team in the West. However, Kawhi Leonard is an odd duck, man. Torres ACL it, two seasons ago, and when it happened, it was like it's a knee strain. They didn't even tell us. And now he's on a serious minutes restriction this late at this point. Since, how about this, Dan? Since, remember when Zaza put his foot underneath him? Yeah. When yeah. Kawhi was with the Spurs? Yeah. That was more than five seasons ago. Since then, Kawhi Leonard has played 179 games. That is 306th in the NBA. There's only 450 players. <laughs> so the idea that you're just going to assign health to the Clippers, I thought John Wall looked awesome, but he's a health risk. Kawhi is, a bigger, is the single biggest health risk in the league. And so, yes, if healthy, I love their coach. I love their depth. Uh, but I think the if healthy thing is a big if. Yeah, it feels like everybody's all in on the Clippers as that's the team to beat. And I'm like, I still like Golden State. Still like them and the the youth movement, uh, the depth they have there. You got the Draymond issue. Uh, yeah, but I think they might trade Draymond and, and solve that issue and add something significant. What? I think Draymond plus one of those kids could get you something. Dr you know what I mean? Draymond plus Kaminga or Draymond plus Moody. You slide Wiseman into his minutes. Because they made it, they paid Wiggins, they paid Poole. They're not paying Draymond too. Yeah. And Draymond gave them an out. Like there was going to be a like, oh, you've got to give him the contract out of loyalty. Not when he's slugging people. Um, but so, yeah, so I, I think the Warriors are not fully formed. I'll tell you a team that is fully formed and is fully, oh, I almost 
uh, stuck, is cooked, is a team that I have season tickets for, the Brooklyn Nets. That team's a mess and is not going to – you know what they played like the other night? Like they wanted their coach fired. And riddle me that. They actually demanded the coach be fired prior to the season. Like they're – they're, and Kyrie's out here talking about winning MVP and defensive player of the year. Like it's just, it's just out of their mind. Thanks again for helping me win the Marconi. Oh, you know what? It is, it goes on my resume now. You know what I mean? Like a Marconi <laughs> contributor. Uh, Dan, I appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship. Uh, and I will uh, see you soon for dinner that I think is your turn to buy. No. Didn't I get the last one? What do you one? mean? I thought I got the last one. And, and you I'm, got the last one, but I, I bought drinks at that Marconi thing. That I'm sorry you never oh, picked them up. Okay. It counts. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. You, All right. My best to your wife, as always. Oh, she's so... What? <laughs> what? what? It take me off the camera. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. I'll Why? deal with this off the air. What is... That was I, rude. I... Uh, that was rude. I said, say hello to your wife. I've met your wife. Uh, it's you said all a... the best. You said all the best. And then you said, as always, with a little Dan Patrick <laughs> wink. Don't appreciate that. Nothing gets past me, sir. I'll talk to you next time. See ya. My best to your wife. <laughs> as always. <laughs> oh. That dude's the best. Yeah, he's good. He's good. <laughs> The talented guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we put our, you know, exchange on the very end of my Marconi tape. You have to submit a tape. And uh, we we crammed in there a couple of things and Nick getting roughed up. Yeah, Paul. It, it was great because we put these serious <laughs> interviews, impactful interviews. Breaking news. And then, you know, we put the one with Nick yeah. in and we're like, we got to have some comic relief here. Yeah. When I call him Dick Wrong. All right, I'm looking outside at the Traegers all fired up. We got a fire burning, all four Traegers. Oh, this looks great. We're going to take a break, and uh, we'll come back after this. As everybody knows, athletes rise and fall in the ranks. Right? But when it comes to saving money, Simply Safe always stays on top. Simply Safe Home Security, giving listeners 40% off their advanced security system. Simply Safe was just named the best home security of 2022 by U.S. News. We use it, we love it, and now it's your turn. Because Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. You got great protection, 24 7 professional monitoring. It's going to average out to about a dollar a day, under a dollar a day. That's less than half the cost of ADT's traditional professional installed plans. There's no contracts to sign, no hidden fees, blanket home protection. Also, they even have hazard sensors that instantly detect fires and floods and other threats to your home. Advanced response technology. That means you get the highest priority police dispatch. SimplySafeDan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis. And together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! Close up shop here. Last call for phone calls. Fritzy, you gonna sing? Well, you can't tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man with no time to talk. How was that? I just said, are you going to sing? <laughs> I, it was a yes or yeah. a no. No, right. okay. Live to say another Okay. No, no, all good. All good. All good. Yeah. No, 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 no. College Ken, Syracuse, Clemson. If Syracuse beats Clemson, college game day goes to Syracuse, I would imagine, right? Would you say it'd be time for uh, college game day? Going out there with the uh, the Qs, the orange in Clemson. Yeah. Ole Miss, LSU, UCLA, Oregon. Oregon favored there. Texas, Oklahoma State. Uh, Mississippi State versus Alabama. K-State against TCU. That's it this weekend. Uh, I'm trying to look if there's any interesting lines. UCLA is getting six at Oregon. I think that started at four. Something's up. Uh, Alabama favored by 21 over Mississippi State. Yes, Marv? Oh, for sure. With uh, Syracuse, if Syracuse wins, their next game is Notre Dame. Oh, there you go. That's spicy. Is it at Syracuse? Because if it's at Notre Dame, then they could... Says, says Syracuse. Ooh, okay. Spicy. Spicy. Uh, this day in sports history, Paul. I uh, got a few of them. Okay. By the way, UCLA needs to keep rolling to the USC game. Mm. We need a big one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The New York Yankees in 1998 set the major league record for 125 victories in the regular and postseason combined. Mm. 1980, the Philadelphia Phillies won the first World Series. Here's another one for Philly fans. 1976, the Philadelphia 76ers purchased the rights for Julius Irving from the New Jersey Nets. Mm-hmm. Dang. And 1966, the U.S. Congress approved the AFL-NFL merger, which became the NFL. On this date, 1975, later on this evening, Carlton Fisk, 12th inning home run, beats the Reds 7-6, game six of the World Series. Imagine if that had been for the World Series. Would there be a better home run in postseason history. You had Joe Carter's, but this would have been the Red Sox winning the World Series back then with Carlton Fisk. The Reds, of course, won Game 7. Francisco in Connecticut. Francisco, thanks for uh, holding. What's on your mind? 5-9-2-25. All right. I have a quick question. I'm a Packers fan, and if they lose this weekend to the Commanders, and then undoubtedly lose to the Bills on primetime next Sunday. Should I start wearing a paper bag now or later? <laughs> I, would, I would wait. I would caution you on overreacting to it. It doesn't look good right now, but it, it can look really good. <laughs> I don't know if that's a spirited, yeah, let's go win one for the Gipper. Hey, it doesn't look good now, but it, it can look good at some point. Uh, Julianne in San Diego. Hey, Julianne. Hey, DP, how's it going? Great. What's on your mind? 
Uh, there should be a disclaimer if you have headphones in to turn them down when Todd's going to sing. I just wanted to. I apologize. Wow. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. That was that was rough. I apologize. Uh, yeah. Really, a minute and a half before the weekend is what you said. Oh my so god. Sorry. <laughs> well, hey, you know, since the Padres are doing so awesome and everything, and you guys didn't believe in us, I just uh, was wondering if maybe. <laughs> Specifically, Seton wanted to do a pie to the face oh. bet on uh, them getting to the World Series. Oh, okay. You want a you want a piece of that bet there? Pie to the face. You got the Phillies, Seton. Uh, all right, I'll take that. Okay, Julianne, I'll take that action. Yeah. Okay. And we know that Julianne will pay off yeah. a bet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Thank you, Julianne. Great to hear from you. She's already uh, sent in a video of pie to the face. Great video. Uh, so, Seton, there you go. You're there on. You All right. All right. Let's Never go. thought I'd be rooting for the Phillies yeah. ever in my life. I can tell you that. But here we are. It's not you're rooting for the Phillies. You're just not rooting for the Padres. Okay. Now, Todd, what did you learn today? Referring to Nick Wright as Dick Wrong in your Marconi <laughs> submission reel may have pushed you over the top to win the award. Seton O'Connor, what did you learn? Uh, yeah, Nick Wright. We have him to no, thank for the uh, Marconi. No, he's, he's a treat. Marv? Nick Wright said he's not a puppet. <laughs> yes, he is. Paulie? If Dick Wrong is wrong, I don't want to be right. What did I learn, Todd? When a QB throws a pick six, the broadcast booth really doesn't need to say, I'm sure he'd like to have oh, that he'd one like to back. have that one back. Discover, redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time, and that's amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Term supply. Have a great weekend. Safe weekend, everybody. Thanks again for all the support. Sign up for the newsletter. Got a couple of big surprises coming, and you'll hear it first. On the newsletter, the 1215 podcast, The Backroom Guys. That's available at danpatrick.com later on today. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 